Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Today we're throwing it back to 2012 with a pack of footy cards from just over eight years ago. I'm going to open them up now, go through, see which players we come up with. I don't think this series had like a signature card or anything. I'm not sure what the big ones to get in here are. I'm not, I haven't really done a heap of research on these cards. I'm not sure what the big ones are, but we'll dive in, see who we get, and we'll have a chat about who we come up with. 2012 doesn't seem like that long ago. I mean, this is the year that Benny Barber won the Dally M. Uh, this is the year that the Melbourne Storm won their first premiership after the salary cap dramas. Uh, so a pretty interesting year as a whole, really. Uh, pl- plenty happening. And, I mean, it doesn't seem like all that long ago. But, you know, nine years ago, you, you're getting over a decade here. So a lot of these guys will be retired. Uh, the first got we- <laughs> Wow, the first card we've got is James Maloney in his New Zealand Warriors kit. So you'll remember this is the season after James Maloney and Sean Johnson. When SJ burst onto the scene in 2011, they went all the way to the grand final. And then I think, I, I could be wrong, but I believe halfway through the 2011 season, I'm pretty sure James Maloney signed with the Roosters like 18 months out. I think he played out the 2012 season at the Warriors, made his way to the Roosters in 2013, of course, won that grand final. Stayed there until the end of 2015, I want to say, potentially 14. Then he made his way to the Cronulla Sharks, and, of course, they won their maiden premiership in 2016. I I don't believe they would have done it without James Maloney. I also don't believe the Roosters win in 2013 without James Maloney. Um, There's one thing I always say about Jimmy, and it's winner's win, and he just finds a way to win. He did it on all all stages. I mean, in the Origin Arena, there was that game where he threw the intercept to Val Holmes, and the thing I love the most about Maloney is that he's just a larrikin and just nothing rattles him. Nothing rattles him at all, and he's got the quickest lip in Australian football. He is unbelievable, James Maloney. The temperament he's got, he's just like no one else. Big fan of Jimmy Maloney. One of the few guys to leave the Melbourne Storm and get better. 
and get heaps better, may I add. Next man is Big Keithy Galloway, Big Red, uh, you know, just a raging front rower. Um, I'll never forget when he was a young bloke and John Hopawade came out of the line with a flying elbow and knocked him out. I think it was at Shark Park that day in his Cronulla days, and uh, he, he went on to play for the Tigers, had a fantastic career there. Really underrated guy. I don't... I don't think he ever played Origin. I think he would have got close a couple of times. He would have been in the conversation, but he never really made it. I always remember he was one of Phil Gould's favorite players. He used to love big Keith Galloway. Uh, seen him on social media. Saw him a few weeks ago on social media. He had a stink. At, they had an old video of him having a stink with, um, I want to say, Bryce Gibbs off the top of my head. And, geez, I would not want to take on Keithy Galloway. Plenty of red hair, plenty of reach there. That's a hard miss from me. Our next man is Gavin Cooper from the North Queensland Cowboys. Uh, obviously, I think we spoke about him the other day obviously went through a couple of clubs that people don't realize I mean I think he started at the Panthers made his way to the Titans found his way to the Cowboys and of course found himself on the left-hand side of Jonathan Thurston and this is a combo that rivals Cliffy Lyons and Steve and Steve Menzies just sensational stuff uh Thurston, he just knew he could trust Gavin Cooper. Gavin Cooper ran a great line. He was hard to bring down. He was just perfect for Thurston. Um, I think Gavin Cooper's career was definitely extended and made better by Thurston, but a fantastic footballer. Eventually made his origin debut. It took him quite some time to make it into that arena, but once he did get in there, he didn't put a foot wrong. He was sensational. A fantastic career for Gavin. Oh, oh, wow. Okay, sorry. A fantastic career for Gavin Cooper. Now, our next card... Very interesting. And funnily enough, I just mentioned this guy, Steve Menzies. Now, this is a triple Centurions card, and it's got like a mirror sort of effect behind it. 340 games for Beaver Menzies. He's got no information on it, and it's uh, it's one of these mirror cards, so it looks the same on both sides. Now, this one might be worth a little bit of coin. I'll have to do a little bit of research. I would say absolute maximum these might be worth 50 bucks or so. I'm not sure how rare they are. They're not numbered, so at absolute max 50 bucks could be 10 or 15 for all I know, but it's a pretty cool-looking card, and Beaver Menzies, as I said, his combination with Cliffy Lyons, you know, it was just unbelievable, and Beaver, he, he, you know, after Cliffy Lyons left and without him in rep football and stuff, he had a fantastic career. I'll never forget the 2000 an eight grand final. I was at that one and he scored a try in the back end. Um, he put Robertson, the left winger, down the edge and then he threw it back in sort of over his head. A bit of an awkward thing and Beaver just leaped up, got the ball and planted it down and still to this day, it's one of the loudest noises I, I've ever heard. One of the real good guys of rugby league. He's gone on to be on Matty Johns and w- with Brian Fletcher and those boys, the Beaver and just a sensational bloke. Everyone loves Steve Menzies and a fantastic player. Jeez, that's a cool looking card. I'll have to, I might have to do some research to see if that's worth anything. I'm, I'm, I'm probably overdoing it a bit, but I'll have a look at that later. Our next man, another another Manly Seagull. Funnily enough, he's returning to Manly this year where he should be, and, geez, it looks right. Kieran Foran, this is from 2012, so the year after they won the premiership. I think it was Foran and Cherry Evans' first year. Might have been Foran's second year or something, but he hadn't been in the league long, and... Geez, he really just looks at home in a manly jersey, doesn't he? I'm looking at this card, and it's from 10 years ago now, but it just looks perfect. I can't wait to see him in 2021. I think there's a lot of doubters out there that have already sort of put the red sharpie through his name, saying he's not going to be able to do anything. I'm really excited for Kieran Foran. I think it's going to be a big season for him. If he's playing hooker, I am a little bit worried about his body holding up, but... I mean, wherever you put Kieran Foran, he's going to put his head where I wouldn't put my foot. He's just tough as nails, and you can never hold that against him. A champion player, Kieran Foran, I really hope... We see his best footy back at Manly. Our next man is Timmy Grant from the Penrith Panthers. Uh, Tim Grant, career, bit of a weird career. Sort of came from nowhere to play Origin. Uh, did really well that, uh, I want to say that night, but I think he did play a couple of games for the Blues. 
Then he just sort of fell away into obscurity. I think he finished at the Tigers. Don't quote me on that, though. But Tim Grant, I, the one thing I do remember about Timmy Grant, really interesting. He was um he was allergic to grass. He was allergic to or from allergic to grass um, until he was like 16 or 17. He went on to play NRL. He went on to play State of Origin, which is pretty wild. A really solid player in his time, Timmy Grant. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure where he is. I actually saw him down at Bondi about 18 months ago. But since then, I'm not really sure where he's ended up. Played City Origin 2010, 2011. Yeah, went on to play uh, State of Origin a few years after that. Really solid footballer. Our next man. Oh, geez, this guy. I always get a bit emotional when I think about this guy. Kyle Stanley. Um, this is one of, you know, we talk about Jarrell Yee, that if it wasn't for injuries, what his career could have been. And at least Jarrell had the opportunity to prove himself and he could play for the Kangaroos. He could play for the Queensland Maroons. Kyle Stanley, he just never got the chance to put back-to-back seasons together. He never got the opportunity to prove how good he was, and he was an absolute superstar for me. It just seemed to be Kyle Stanley had the worst timing imaginable with injuries. He would start to get good. He'd start to look the goods. He'd be, he'd be, you know, start to progress, looking like he could make a jump into the ref arena, then another injury would hit. It just kept on happening. These poor Stanley boys, their bodies, they're, mate, there's just, I don't know what's going on there. They're, they're, they're made of glass, unfortunately. But Kyle Stanley, he was a kid that I really liked. I always liked Kyle Stanley. I was really devastated that his body never held up. He could have been absolutely anything. Last two cards, Gareth Ellis from the West Tigers. Uh, Gareth Ellis obviously retired a couple of weeks ago. Um, this guy, I think he's one of the most underrated back rowers ever. I think that if he would have stayed a little bit longer, if he would have been at a slightly different club, if he would have landed in a Melbourne or a Sydney Roosters side, I think he'd be, he potentially could be considered the best Englishman we've seen. He obviously doesn't have, you know, the premiership wins of Sam Burgess and whatnot, the Clive Churchill medal, but just raw ability. There's not many guys that are on the same level as Gareth Ellis. He was sensational. Really, a really underrated footballer, tough as nails, ran a fantastic line, had a good little passing game in him, and he was a real enforcer. You did not want to mess with Gareth Ellis. I was really sad to see him leave the NRL. Had a fantastic career. I think he played 450 games or something across the English Super League and the NRL, so really impressive stuff. Our last card, geez, it is a manly-a-thon here. We've got Brett Stewart, the snake. Uh, Brett Stewart obviously came through with his brother Glenn, I believe. I believe the story goes that Brett had signed with Manly, but his condition was that they had to take his brother as well, so they took Glenn to get Brett, and Glenn ended up to be one of their all-time greats, a Clive Churchill medalist. Uh, just to, oh, no, actually, did he win the Clive Churchill? I don't think he did. I think Brent... No, 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 sorry, he did get it. Yeah, Glenn Stewart got it in 2011, a sensational footballer, but Brett Stewart himself, unbelievable. I mean, he came along in a real golden era of fullbacks. Uh, Just, you know, obviously Billy Slater was around at that time. Matty Bowen was around at that time. Anthony Minicello was another guy he was competing for. He was playing some fantastic footy during the real peaks of Jared Hayne as well. So Brett Stewart, he was surrounded by a lot of very talented footballers and... You know, just a fantastic career he had at Manly. And he was sort of... It was a bit of an awkward character, Brett Stewart. Like, he used to watch him ball play and stuff and just think, God, it's like he's throwing a watermelon. It was just awkward. There was like... He'd throw a spiral and it'd come out with his weird top spin sort of... Oh, I don't know. It's just, just always strange watching Brett Stewart, but he just always hit the mark. He's a bit like Jamie Lyon. It always looked a little bit unorthodox. The combination that him and Lyon had was sensational. Uh, for me, the moment I'll probably never forget for Brett Stewart was... There's a try that he scores against the Tigers, Campbelltown or Leichhardt, one of the two. Actually, actually, I think it was Brookvale, sorry. And 
Matty Orford gets it on the left side of the sticks and he puts up like this banana kick bomb back to the post and it just hits its belly and it goes straight up and Brett Stewart comes absolutely screaming through, sort of like hits the ball with his elbow and regathers it before he puts it down. It's a moment I will never forget. Him and Orford had a fantastic little combination too. He's a really solid footballer, Brett Stewart, and his his try-scoring record at Brookvale Oval is simply amazing. I think he had a strike rate of like 90% or something. He was just... He did not miss at Brookvale Oval. I don't think that record will ever be broken. One of the great try scorers we've ever seen and not a selfish player in any way, shape or form. Yeah, good little passing game. As I said, it was a little bit awkward to watch. Sensational footballer. Did have a couple of off-field dramas during his career, but you know him and Glenn Stewart, they did some fan- fantastic things at Manly. It's scary to think that a decade ago they had Glenn and Brett Stewart. Now they've got the two Travoyeviches. Yeah, more than likely three Travoyeviches by the end of this season. So scary stuff for Manly. The guys they're able to produce and probably the highlight coming out of this pack is definitely this Steve Menzies card. I've actually been uh, typing it up on my computer, doing a bit of research. It's only worth about twenty five dollars, so I went a little bit overs there. But if anyone wants to buy it for fifty, send me a message. You know where to find me. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 